the reprobate travel cast. If you don't like it, you could smoke my grass. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the reprobate travel cast. Put my guitar away. We're uh, broadcasting to you from Los Angeles, California. That's some crazy shit. I got a, a good friend on the phone with me on the uh, on the line here, uh, Bob Cameron, general manager of the Improv Comedy Club in uh, Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky. It's an awesome room, beautiful room, and uh, welcome to the show, Bob. Thanks for coming back, man. My pleasure, motherfucker. Hey, I like your new, uh, I like your new intro song. It's very, it's very hotel lobby. Yes, well. I've been I've been spending a lot of time in hotel lobbies, man. <laughs> did, you get, did you get the uh, Did you get the idea for that when you were staying in Vegas, or uh, once you got to LA? No, it's uh, I'm actually uh, Vegas. Oh, dude, I got to tell you. First of all, being in LA, I know one thing: we could actually say that we're broadcasting from Mexico, and nobody would know the difference. Yeah, it really is. It's Mexico uh, with about the same water, actually. I would say Mexico with good water, but the water's not so good here either. So it's just Mexico. Yeah. Fuck it. It's Mexico. Fuck it. North Mexico. That's it. But, Lost, Lost Mexico. Man, uh, if you're at, you, do you have any plans to come out here to L.A. anytime soon? You should bring the, uh, the wife and kid out here. And I'll take you guys to Casa Vega, my favorite Mexican restaurant out here. Dude, it's so good. I had this burrito there the other night, the uh, special yeah. oven burrito. Oh, by the way, uh, Jeff Dunham walks into the place uh, while I'm eating. He's, uh, he pulls up in a big, um, what do you call it, a Hummer, a big black Hummer. And uh, you know about big black Hummers, don't you? You've given a few of those in your day, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know about those. So... Yeah, well no i so i'm i'm sitting there it, it, just great food man it, it's uh it, it was delicious but i wanted to check in with you because uh <clears throat> i know you've got a lot of big comics coming up and if anybody's well, in the little tell, tell me about donovan, did donovan did you say anything to no him? no oh, no i didn't want to bug like him a little, like a little school girl giggling and passing notes from the no, I made a makeshift puppet out of bar napkins, and I said, "Look, I can do what you do." Hi, how are you? <laughs> it's it's Jakey and bar napkin. So, no, but he, uh, I didn't want to bug. He was like with his family and stuff, you know. I I, I nodded. Yeah. I gave him the head nod, but uh, yeah, I wish more. I wish more people would kind of appreciate that and get that you know yeah i mean if you're famous celebrity or, or someone famous or whatever like out in public especially if they're with their family just leave them alone oh dude you should have seen when i was hanging out with steve-o i mean you yeah, get mobbed and yeah but uh have you seen have you seen him since you've been out there no i think we're gonna um i'm gonna see him this week so, yeah, he's he's super nice, dude. Are you dude. doing any? Uh, are you doing any clubs out there? Or what? what uh, dude, I going? just got here. I I got this deal. I'm I'm uh, producing um, 
like a segment producing on a, uh, a sketch comedy show that's going to be on a cable network, I guess. Um, yeah. It's interesting because it's a show about history, and I think it's interesting, A, that they hired me to be producer when I've never really produced anything legitimate in my life, and B, I flunked history. So... I wonder, I wonder what, uh, I mean, I know you're not allowed to disclose the cable network that this uh, no, I, show is on. <laughs> no, no, you'll see it, you'll see it, it'll be on. I mean, just tell the people that you're doing it on the Oxygen Network. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Yeah, it is. It, it's, a, it's a show Fine. about the history of sensitive women. I mean, the, 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 the primetime spot right after the Bad Girls Club. <laughs> yeah. Just before, just for uh, fucking best of the ever after. That's, that's prime real estate, man. I'm proud of you. Congratulations. Yeah, dude. You don't just give up that time slot to anybody. No, but it fits. It fits my personality, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. You're, you're menstruating, ovulating personality. Yeah, I really am. I have been on my period the last few days, all the pressure of, you know, being thrown into this deal, but I think it's good pressure. It's going to be fun. Yeah. So. How was Vegas? What is the... Yeah, I saw Bill Cosby. He was great, other than the woman that heckled. I, I couldn't believe. I mean, you see a lot of great comics. You, you run the improv in Louisville. Now, that's a top notch. That's an A club. So you get the best comics in and out, other than the weeks I'm working. And uh, so tell me, uh, like, you, you've probably seen situations. You, you bounce those people pretty quick, right? Did you bounce them? Absolutely. Absolutely. Throwing shit on stage you know, is not cool. But then it's one of those things, you know, it's, it's you know, what made, like, what made you ever think that that was an okay decision to make? Alcohol. Like, why, why would you ever think that that was reasonable, intelligent, and acceptable, you know? And then they, they treat me like I'm the asshole for right. telling them that they have to leave. <laughs> I thought this was yeah. a comedy club, man. I thought this was supposed yeah, to be funny. I'm just, to, I'm just trying to help this guy. I'm trying to help the dad. You know, it's funny, man. You know how the people laugh when I did it. Yeah, I've been doing this 20 years. I need you to help me with my act. Thanks, drunk guy. Yeah, there's a reason only one person has a microphone and a spotlight on him. Yeah. So who? how was Orny Adams? Yeah. You had Orny Adams there. I think... Uh, I think that Orny Adams is a talented dude, you know. They, he was in that movie Comedian with Seinfeld, which was about Seinfeld. But I'll be honest, I've seen both these guys live. I think Orny Adams got the edge on Seinfeld funny-wise. That's a bold statement. Uh, no, I mean it. I, he makes, I can relate to his humor a lot more than I can relate to Seinfeld. Super, super funny guy. Super nice guy. You know, I mean, like, they have to deal with the, the hat words and, you know, and, and all this and that. And, you know, it, it was, he had a lot of curveballs thrown at him, but he handled it like a gentleman and a professional. And, uh, you know, we had a good time. We actually just finished the weekend. And uh, I'm actually driving home from the club right now. I just, just dropped him off at the hotel. And, you know, we sat after the show I did and, and watched, uh, 
you know, watched the NBA playoff game, the Celtics and the Heat. And uh, at the same time, he actually is uh, he's one of the stars of that new show on MTV. It's in its second season now, that Teen Wolf. Oh, really? You know, it's, it's, you know, it's like MTV's highest rated, uh, you know, highest rated cable sitcom in the history of the network. So, you know, he's got a, he's got a huge following from doing that. He's just from Mitch Knight when I watched the episode. And so I met him, he played the, the, the coach, the lacrosse coach on that Teen Wolf. And, you know, it was a little, it was a little event, you know, good, good weekend with a good ending. And, uh, you know, on to the next one, as they say. Well, who who do you have coming up at the club? Um, we actually got a lot of big, big names coming in the next couple of months. Uh, next weekend we have the Wayans Brothers. Oh wow! Marlon and uh, and then Joy. Uh, speaking of uh, you know, speaking of your favorite comics, George Lopez will be here. I like George Lopez. Uh, we got we got George Lopez for one night. No way. Huh? No way! That he's like, how do you get George Lopez? He he could be doing theaters and shit. Yeah, yeah we got him for two shows on a Tuesday night. No way, dude! That's a fucking home run, man. I know. Tell me about it, dude. He's working on. Uh, I guess he said uh, new material he's working out, so he's taking it to the clubs, trying it out for you know the more intimate audience. And uh, we lucked up big time. We got him on Tuesday, June nineteenth for two shows, and then that same weekend. Um, for the, you know, for the rest of the weekend headliner is, uh, is Jim Jeffries. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so that's going to be a huge weekend. And then, of course, I mean, you know, coming up, we've got, uh, you know, Ralphie Mays coming in August, and uh, Joe Coy's coming in August, John Witherspoon's coming back. Oh, on yeah. The show for another one-nighter on a Tuesday night, coming in, uh, I think, October, or Kreischer, uh, you know, big, big names on SJ, so Underwood. You know, just, I mean, pretty much every week is someone you, you know, you've heard of or seen on TV or seen on Comedy Central or, you know, heard on, you know, satellite radio or whatever. You listen to their podcast. That's, you know, definitely the new, uh, you know, the new way to reach the people, is, especially for comedians. Just everyone's doing podcasts now. And, you know, the comedy podcasts are some of the highest rated podcasts on iTunes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mark Maron's got one that's really highly rated, and uh, uh, there's a couple. Uh, Joe Rogan's got one, and uh, you know, speaking of high rated podcasts, just like two or three weeks ago, we had, uh, you know, we hosted the uh, the taping of the Hollywood Babylon podcast with uh, Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. Oh wow. See, there's always something cool going on at the Improv in Louisville. I, that's why it's one of my favorite clubs. Like every time I'm, I, co- I come through town, you've got some like blockbuster comic. I've played the room, and it's it's a, it's just a five star room. Good food, great great uh, menu, great great staff, a lot of fun. Um, so if you're in the Louisville area, especially around uh, June 19th when George Lopez is through, stop by, say hi to Bob Cameron, my buddy, and uh, he will finger blast you on your way into the club. Is that true or false? <laughs> it is absolutely true. Three knuckles, please. Three knuckles, ladies and gentlemen. You can't yeah. get that at, like, a B room. No, I mean, usually it's only one or two knuckles. It's just, you know, it's just trying to mind you know, and I, you know, and I feel bad that you know, you know, you got this podcast you're doing all by yourself, and you know, you need the ratings. And you call me, and then you know, I get you the ratings, and you know, it's uh, whatever helps. You know, you get listeners, and whatever helps me get people. It's a win-win situation for all of them. 
Well, the, the, the show, actually, the numbers are growing every week. It's pretty crazy. And uh, we're, we're getting listeners from very odd places, uh, Finland and uh, Australia and South America. It's really, it's really neat. So do you, do you, uh, do you simulcast through different, in like 12 different languages? Because I know you're fluent in, in a bunch of, you know, you're fluent in Jägermeister. Yeah. You're fluent in uh, Jack Daniels. Yeah. You know, you're fluent in uh, hot brownies. <laughs> I barely speak all those languages. Yeah, I barely speak English. I mean, you have the Rosetta Stone for for you know Jägermeister. Uh, oh, I wrote the Rosetta Stone for Jägermeister. I know. I think I think with that many mentions of Jägermeister in the last twelve seconds of your podcast, I'm smelling some sponsorship because of that. Yeah. You know that that's kind of our placement right there. How much? Yeah. Well, I don't. The Jägermeister Reprobate Travel Pass sponsored by Jägermeister. Oh, that'd be a dream come true. That might force me to start drinking again. Oh God. Yeah. No, that's not going to happen. How how much do you think I drank per week at your club when I did drink? How much money do you think? Too much. Too much. I mean, uh, my club ever since. Ever since you stopped drinking, my club has never made more money on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, because you would comp me all those free drinks, and uh... I know. I mean, that's just, how, that's just how you treat people, you know. Like that's how you treat that's how you treat comics. That's how you treat performers, and you know, whether it's MC or feature or host. If you're, you know, if you're performing on my stage, I treat you like a million bucks. Yeah, that's right. And I think I spent a million, but now I'm a cheap act. Exactly. Now you're a cheap act. Not only because you know I don't have to pay much to your show, <laughs> you know, I, I don't have to compensate you in, in alcohol anymore either. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> so what? What else? Anything big going on in Louisville? Uh, well, the Kentucky Derby just ended. That was uh, that was at the beginning of the month. Uh, last month, about a month ago. Now it's it's already into the middle of June, beginning of June. You know, of course, the biggest event in Louisville is coming up two weeks from today. It's my birthday. Oh, cool. So, you know, the city, you know, the mayor is throwing me some big thing and key to the city kind of stuff. And, yeah. You know, not really allowed to talk about it. It's going to be on some kind of cable network. <laughs> 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 I got a deal of work. No, that's good. That's good. Uh, okay, I'll tell you. It's uh, it's going to be the History Channel. Uh, it's a show. No shit. Your history related show is going to be on the History Channel. Yeah, I. Uh, it's uh, a. <laughs> we're we're I'm writing this show. We're writing the show around God. Michael Loftus, a guy that you won't book for some reason because you don't really know good comedy, but he is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a funny dude. I think it's going to be. Clearly, I don't because I keep putting you up on. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a, it's a sketch show. I, I don't want to give too many details, but uh, we're we're in meetings uh, right now, and uh, it's you know I don't really know what the fuck I'm doing. We'll see. Maybe it'll fly. Maybe it won't. Uh, either way, I get a trip to L.A. and I'm having fun. You know, I got to see Jeff Dunham. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna follow your dreams. You know, when you grow up, Jake, when you grow up, you're gonna do big things. Yeah, that that'll be a long time. Yeah, yeah, adulthood is. Far down the tunnel for you, my friend. I'm not into it. Not even close. No. Not even no. In the same zip code as 
So, uh, who's the biggest asshole you've ever had through the club? Okay, well, I keep trying every episode, and every episode you say I'm not going to answer that question. I'm just, I'm just building, I'm building the drama for the for that preseason finale, the season, season one finale, where we actually name that person. No, all right. Because there is someone. I mean, there's two people. There's two people. You can. I'm s- not going to tell you who they are. Well, I mean, I don't know. Because you have to still work with these guys, right? You, you might still have them through even though you don't like them. Exactly. Oh. Well, nobody yeah. listens but to this podcast. Just because, I don't, just, because I don't, I mean, just because I don't get along with someone on a personal level doesn't mean we can't work together professionally. Oh, listen. you. If I could make money with the devil, I'll work with them. Exactly. Exactly. And, and this person why, you're talking yeah. about sounds like the devil. Well, okay, I'm not going to say who I think it is, but it rhymes with scary beers. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> drawing a blank. All right. Well, uh, thanks for checking in. I just wanted to say hello. Any final words for the uh, for the people listening? Uh, for the both of you. <laughs> yeah, for two. Good work. Go to work. Thanks. Jake loves you. Oh. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Hey, man. Thanks for checking in. we got to take a break, folks. i uh, got to talk to Bob off while the microphone's off. Uh, we'll be right back with Jake's Vegas Tips. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the RTC, short for the Reprobate Travel Cast. I just couldn't think of anything more difficult to remember or say than reprobate. Nobody knows that word. It basically means scumbag. But uh, this is the Reprobate Travel Cast coming to you from Los Angeles, California. I am at my uh, little hotel room. I found a nice, beautiful hotel room called the East West Motel. Right there in Sherman Oaks in the valley, not too far from my uh, my buddy that I'm working with out here. And uh, it's going to be a fun time. I just got back from Vegas, though, and before we go, I wanted to give a couple of tips when you're going to go to Vegas that I, I truly believe are helpful tips. And uh, if you do have a trip to Vegas coming up, I hope these tips help you out a little bit. First of all, if you're going to go to Vegas, spend a couple extra bucks on the hotel. I know a lot of people go, well, I'll never be in my hotel room. Yeah, but uh, location is everything. You want to be on the strip. That's going to cost you a few extra bucks. You, you want to be where the action is. You don't want to have to take a cab or drive or whatever. It's spend a couple bucks. I made the mistake of staying at Circus Circus. The people at Circus Circus are very nice. I don't want to say anything bad about them, but it was not exactly my cup of tea. So, um, And plus, I was paying for a cab ride back and forth to where my um, – TV meetings were, which were at the MGM Grand, so uh, I was spending like 40 bucks a day on a cab when I could have just spent, you know, maybe 20 or 
30 bucks a day extra staying at a nicer place off the strip and been right there and walked. So I ended up moving to a place called the Monte Carlo. I tried to get a room at the MGM Grand. They were sold out, and I know why, because the MGM Grand is sweet. If you're a young person, I mean between the ages of, say, 21 and 40, you probably want to stay at the MGM. I, I loved it. There's probably nicer places in Vegas, but I, I thought it was cool. Um, I got to hang out with my buddy there, and, I mean, young, hip crowd, fun atmosphere, uh, just girls walking around in thongs, literally. I'm not exaggerating. Girls walking around the hotel wearing thongs, ass hanging out. Some of them didn't exactly look like they should be wearing thongs, but some of them, it definitely made them look lovely. It was really uh, fun. And uh, it's just that, that you want to spend a couple extra bucks. You're in Vegas. Do it right. Also, uh, when it comes to slot machines, for example, this is my advice. Um, there's a lot of slot machines, but again, location, location, location. There's uh, pathways through the casino. There's a uh, natural flow of traffic that they have uh, through these little paths. You want a slot machine right on that path where all the traffic is. Those are the loosest machines because they want people saying, ding, 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 oh, I won. So they go, oh, I want to play a slot machine. You know, I actually hit the Star Wars machine for a couple hundred bucks. That was cool. And here's my other tip with the slot machines. Cash out. Let's say you hit a machine, you put 20 bucks in and you win 250. Cash out right then. Go get your cash, come back, and feed it another 20. Don't just ride that 250. Let the machine reset, first of all. And second of all, um, if, if you just let the money ride, a lot of times you find that, that the machine will let you get ahead a little and then take it all back away, plus then some. So, so go ahead and cash out. Put the money in your pocket. That way you could see what you want, visualize it, and be like, okay, I want to keep this. Um, and, and if you're going to gamble... When you're in Vegas, you might as well. If you are going to gamble, have a set amount of money. Don't just go and say, oh, I'll gamble, whatever. Ha set aside a certain amount that you're willing to lose, and then do not go over that amount because you'll find yourself chasing what you lost and this and that. Just look. You take 500 say, look, I can lose this 500 and I'm okay with that. And then that's it. Don't get crazy, you know. Uh, one more tip, poker. I played a poker tournament, and I uh, came in third out of 18. It was a bounty tournament. I knocked a few guys out and, and won a $10 bounty on each guy's head, plus a couple hundred extra for placing. It was uh, at the Monte Carlo. It was a great time, beautiful poker room. The Monte Carlo is a fantastic hotel, clean, uh, hip, uh, uh, Keurig coffee maker, uh, uh, flat-screen TV, nice pool, uh, good atmosphere. I, I, I loved it. <clears throat> but my point with the poker game is here's my secret to poker. And it's something so simple that's so easy to overlook that, uh, you know, that you don't even have to read a poker book for this. This is my honest-to-goodness truth I, I, that I'm, I'm telling you here. Have fun. That's it. It's a game. Enjoy it. Don't go taking it too serious because you're not going to make great decisions. I saw a kid at my table. Uh, the one end of the table kept winning a lot of pots. And he looked at me and the guy next to me and said, Hey, man, are we just going to let them take all these pots? 
Well, there's a natural ebb and flow of the game. Sometimes you have to let a couple guys take some pots. Sometimes it's better to let them take a little small pot so you can get the big one later. This guy was hell-bent on winning a pot, and he tried to force it, and sure enough, he was one of the first guys out. He left, and I looked around the table. I said, well, that was an emotional dude, and everybody started laughing. They knew. He was the fish at the table. Don't be the fish. Have fun, you know? If you have fun, you have a lot uh, better odds of actually winning. So that is, uh, those are basically my, my quick Vegas tips for you. And that should wrap up the show. I've got a lot of work tonight, to do tonight. I've got some uh, great comics coming in later in the week. Uh, comics that are, are up and coming, some comics you've seen on TV. It's, uh, it's going to be a fun couple of weeks, so tune in because you're not going to want to miss some of the surprises I have in store. Um, also, uh, we're on Blueberry.com, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com, a wonderful website. Which, uh, if you are thinking about starting a podcast, Blueberry can help you do that, and, and they make it very easy. Very user-friendly website. Uh, we're on iTunes. We have a fan page, the Reprobate Travelcast fan page on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. Or you can go to jakeanarino.com, and you could uh, listen to episodes there. We're all over the Excuse me. We're all over the web. You can find us. So thanks for listening, everybody. Um, I hope you have a great week. Safe travel. Smoke weed.